0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 64 of Be With Me, and I'm going to title this one, uh, Big Hat, No Cattle. And the reason is, it's because I'm going to go to the Gospel of Matthew, because Matthew absolutely goes off on the scribes and the Pharisees a little bit today, but I can't even do it in a day. It goes on for for 40 verses, literally 40 verses. the similar passage in other two gospels luke and mark there is literally one sentence in luke that correlates to this passage it's broken down into 3 verses because it's kind of one of those uh, greek run-on sentences in mark they break the two they break it into two sentences also 3 verses and in matthew this concept that we're going to talk about today is 40 verses long so we're going to do the 40 verses of course because it's just more fun So here we go. This is from Matthew chapter 23. I'm going to read 12 of the 40 verses today, and you'll see why. Matthew 23, verse 1. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. So practice and observe whatever they tell you, but not what they do. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with the finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their finger, fringes long. And they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues, then greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi for you have one teacher and you are all brothers and call no man your father on earth for you have one father who is who is in heaven neither be called instructors for you have one instructor the Christ the greatest among you shall be your servant whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted so let's stop there there's a lot in there um, he talks about the authority of a preacher and in a pastor, and this get this, ladies and gentlemen, this surprised me. He is saying, practice and observe what the Pharisees and the scribes tell you. He is saying to obey the scribes and the Pharisees. Why? Because they sit on Moses' seat and as and to the extent that they are faithful to that office, and to the teachings of Moses then you should obey them. But the problem with the Pharisees and the scribes is there's Jesus is adding a new criteria here, which is let's also look at their lives uh, and these guys don't practice what they uh, preach. So let's be allegiance, let's give our allegiance to Moses, let's give our fidelity to the Old Testament. let's give our honor to the to the word and obey it, And let's practice and observe the good stuff. Now, let's talk about humanity here. So the Lord is, we've had a history of the Lord using authority. He invented authority, the whole concept of authority. He invented leaders in politics, but also in the church, also in the home, also in the workplace. And the problem is uh, that they are human. So they're imperfect, and they're sinners, and they're fallen, and they're living under uh, some sort of common grace— and we are adding now believers. So I, I always tell the, tell young people, I said, you want to marry a believer because other than that, you're just going to marry an imperfect sinner who has basically no help of getting better and probably is going to get worse over time. If you marry a believer, though, you add to that imperfection a redeemed quality, quality rescued, uh, forgiven, you see the Holy Spirit working, obedient to the word. They've had a way of escape, and they they operate under not a common grace, but sort of a specific grace. So Jesus is saying to, to people nowadays, demonstrate, you pastors, uh, that you get it. Um, and Paul says a million times, follow me, imitate me, and use behavior as a criteria. Uh, in uh, Titus chapter one and in First Timothy chapter three, there's all these qualifications for pastoring and eldership, and it is a high, high, high bar. So the Pharisees are are big hat no cattle, and what Jesus is saying, we want a big hat. It's not that we don't want people to talk a good game, but we also want cattle. We want them. To, we want to show a good game as well. So these guys were obviously experts at at the look of being uh, uh, spiritual with phylactery and fringes, and they're but they're like impersonating. They they characterize, or it's almost like making a comic book one-dimensional character of what a spiritual leader should be. They do some good deeds, but the deeds are to be seen not to please the Lord, which is the thing. They love to have honor at the party. You know, they love to have the be first in line or whatever the honor is at the party. Uh, and they want to have honor at the synagogue, sit in the first pew or something like that. but they're spiritually empty. And he's going to go off, you think this is bad. Stick around, come back tomorrow because he's going to go off even more so. So he's saying to the people, uh, before he goes off on the scribes and Pharisees, there is an equality of the body in a sense, that we're all brothers, pastors and congregants. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all part of the family of God. We all stand before Christ. We all have one instructor. We have one father. We have one Christ. But the rules are different now, right? God flips it upside down, is uh, the humble are the ones we're supposed to exalt. The servants are the ones that are the greatest. So I think there's a couple of uh, concluding points. One is let's obey our pastors. Uh, they they occupy the office of Moses in the sense. and But also let's watch lives. Let's follow the fruit. He says we're supposed to be fruit inspectors and we're supposed to judge in the sense So we're supposed to follow the pastor who follows Moses, who follows the Lord, who follows the Word, and is serving as a good example. And if so, then be a delight to your uh, pastor. They bear a great burden. They have high qualifications to make it to that office. So choose whom you submit to carefully, but someone who walks the walk, someone who has humility, someone who serves, but then submit hard. All right, so finally, I'm just grateful For the pastors that I've had that have helped me in the sweet tenderloin of my life, both when I got born again and have, in the meantime, have borne burdens in the decades, and they have proved that the spiritual life is possible and being a Christian is possible. So my final conclusion today from this passage, you'll never believe it, is I am so grateful for my pastors. I'm grateful for the office that they occupy. I'm grateful for the lives that they live. Thanks for listening. Be a delight to your pastor today.